0: Good morning, everybody. This is Jonetta. and they did not get the memo. Now, I'm listening to the news, yes, again, on Sunday. I was looking for Joel Osteen to listen to, but I caught on the news. And did anybody in this nation know that San Francisco had formed a committee to uh, uh, research reparations for... African Americans who have lived in San Francisco only, and is uh, people that have lived in San Francisco for a minimum of thirteen years were eligible to receive reparations. Really, is that how they're going to do it, city by city, for respiration? The rest of the nation has not even started a committee for reparations. Because here's the thing. I know my family history. My grandmother's grandmother, I've lived with her. And she was a product of a free slave and a Cherokee Indian female as her mother. Now, if anybody deserves reparations, It would be the people in the state of Georgia, not in San Francisco. But if they can get it in San Francisco, more power to them. I'm not against them for that. Reparations is reparations. Maybe if they get it, then it'll start going like wildfire through this country. You see, I'm so excited about the... uh, The fact that they're not including anybody else, anywhere else, except San Francisco. Um, I was all excited about the fact that reparations had a committee, but uh, they were supposed to decide how uh, and what type of reparations were to be issued to the Blacks in San Francisco. Now, I am fourth generation from slavery. I think my name should be on that list. I think all Black people who can follow their background, their bloodline, should be included. There should be inclusion, not carry on what was done to us exclusion by our own people. I I don't want to sound... See, I have a compassionate heart and I also have a heart that desires that everything is done fairly. In a more perfect world, that committee would have been established in a center place and Considered all Blacks that are descended of slaves. Now, like I said, I can document and follow my bloodline to slavery. Nobody talked to me. Um, that's wonderful that they've got a committee. But why didn't that committee suggest that all the cities have a reparation committee? Why not? Because the port of entry for most blacks in the slavery was Florida and Georgia. And I've got relatives still in Georgia my great-grandmother, my grandmother's grandmother, migrated north, in their language, to Georgia. They, she came from Tallahassee, Florida. Grandpa came from Mariana, Florida. So you got Seminole and African. You got Cherokee and African. I can follow that bloodline. Why isn't my name and others like me on that list for reparations? That's all I got to say. I'm happy that San Francisco has figured it out, but it would be nice if that committee that committee would offer an olive branch to other blacks in the United States that were brought here against their will. But the largest concentration of us is on the East Coast, not in California, and in the South. You know this comedian, I think it was was it Cat Williams or one of them. He said, "Oh no, no! It was this uh, female comedian. I think she's from Africa. Yeah, this female comedian. She's from Africa, and she went down to Mississippi, and she see how the blacks are continued being treated down there." and she said it was funny when she said it she said don't you people know you can leave now right you don't have to stay here (laughs) and the whole thing for blacks to find a better life was to keep migrating north i'm first generation of my family born up north and then so on you have the, the younger ones but from the 50s back my mother was born at home in Georgia. I was the first generation in our family, in our immediate family, to be born in a hospital. Um, the relatives that I'm telling you about are still there in Georgia. Uh, they are my great grandmother's grandchildren and great-grandchildren, and maybe great-grandchildren. Now, my favorite aunt was born in 1897, I think she said, or 1895. And I used to visit her for summers. She was such a wonderful person. I was a little girl, but I loved my auntie and my great-grandmama, you know? She was the mother, my great-grandmother, my grandmother's grandmother, who I lived with who tried to teach me, we would go for walks and um, there's paths, you know, in the country. And she would point out different plants, that this plant was for that. This plant was for fixing that. That plant was medicine for that. You know, uh, she tried to teach me. She taught me how to make cornmeal. She taught me how to... Make a broom to sweep the yard. She taught me how to scour a pan with clay dirt. You know, all the Indian ways. um, I wish I had remembered all the plants that she pointed out to me. But uh, the one that stuck with me because I felt it was free candy was lemongrass. And she said, pull that. Now taste it. It tastes just like lemon. (laughs) Uh, all the wisdom that's gone before us that was natural, you know? Anyway. Uh, anyway, uh, I was just saying, it's wonderful that the people in San Francisco has got a handle on how to do reparations. It is... Uh, I don't don't understand. It's uh, sad that the actual descendants, the recent descendants of slavery aren't included on that list. It would be nice if they would reach out to people who are four generations from slavery that are still living. Uh, to let us get our reparations as well. All right, you guys, that's all I got to say. It's Sunday. I was so happy about the Committee for Reparations, but so disappointed when they limited themselves to San Francisco only. I don't know how the nation is going to give blacks reparations. The nation not just san francisco and you know what here's another thing i just remembered before i play the music they gave chinese reparations what two years ago three years ago chinese they gave them reparations and they yep. came here because they wanted to we came here through co- coercion And if you don't know what coercion means, that means by force.
1: Some of you can remember that there are a lot of things you won't forget that he did for you, but there's still a lot of things the Lord took you through that you don't even understand. There was a little old lady, a little old church mother named Mother Sherman. She was what we call a district missionary. She was the church mother of our church, the Jackson Memorial Church of God in Christ in San Diego, California. She went to heaven when she was 101, I think. And she was a, such a sweet little daughter. She was about four. She looked like she was about four, three. And uh, But a powerful preaching woman. And when I was a little boy, she used to say to me, she heard I was saved. I got saved when I was about four or five years old. And, she, and they heard about this little... Pearson boy that was saved and she'd always come up to me and said son you yet holding on and I said yes ma'am I'm yet holding on she said well keep on keeping on it baby she said that all the time every time I said you yet holding on them old missionaries always going th- thought she was going backslide between Sundays you know <laughs> you yet holding on and I said yes ma'am she said well keep on holding on baby and she'd give me a nickel and then I, when I get a little older she gave me a dime You yet holding on? Yes, Mother Sherman, I'm yet holding on. You keep on keeping on, baby. She gave me a quarter. By the time I got ready to go to college, she was up to a dollar. (laughs) I remember I came back from my freshman college year here at Oral Roberts University. And I saw Mother Sherman, she said, baby, you yet holding on? I said, yes, ma'am, I'm yet holding on. She said, well, you keep on keeping on then, baby. She never did get above a dollar, She stayed at that dollar. But the last time I saw her alive, Bishop Morton, she was in a nursing home. And uh, my godmother took me out to see her. She had lost her teeth. She, they couldn't find her teeth. She couldn't remember who I was. Our pastor, Bishop J. Blake, whose son, Charles, will be preaching in a little bit, Charles Blake. Bishop Blake had gone to heaven. Mother Sherman didn't know it yet. She couldn't remember the name of our church. And it kind of broke my heart. And I said, "Mother Sherman." She said, "What is it, baby?" I said, "You remember me?" She looked. She said, "How long we would do. I said, "Where's your teeth, mother?" She said, "I don't know. They done lost them." <laughs> I said, "Well, I'm Carlton Pearson, and you used to encourage me a lot, mother. When, when, uh, when I went to church, you was always telling me to, to keep on keeping on. She said, I've been, I was saved when I was a little boy, and your ministry has blessed me over the years." She said, oh, it the end. I said, yeah, well, you were so sweet. She said, Patrick, you were sweet. She said, you get holding on? <laughs> I said, yes, ma'am, I'm yet holding on. She said, well, then you get keep on keeping on, baby. <laughs> I said, well, I'm gonna go, Mother Sherman. I just wanna love you and pray for you. But there's one little song I wanted to sing for you before we before we leave. Now she couldn't remember the name of the church. She couldn't remember my name. She couldn't even remember our pastor, Bishop Blake. But I, I said, I sang this song. By and by, when the morning comes, all the saints. understood it but as soon as i started singing she started moving a little head I and mean, I, I never didn't know the verse but i sang it through one time that she said she didn't meet. she said they'd been making noise in that nursing home she said but it ain't our kind of noise <laughs> we'll understand it better i said bye and bye mother she went like this Whoa. Driven on the restless seas of time, summer skies and howling tempests, off the sea to bright sunshine. In that line of perfect day, when the mists have rolled away, we will understand it better.
0: share that with you guys yes that was bishop carlton pearson and the song was we'll understand it better by and by oh boy that song always brings tears to my eyes because um, i think it was pop's wyans singing that song when the second verse came up and I saw him the Holy Spirit get in him and all I could say is just let it have its way with you. This is the song is one of the special songs close to my heart. It talks about how we will understand it better by and by, how we overcome. Uh oh. Anyway, listen you guys, enjoy your Sunday. I love you. Ain't nothing you can do about it. And I thank you for listening to me and uh, trying to understand where I'm coming from. Uh, I just want everybody to love each other and be nice to each other and be mindful of each other. Do you know they actually have a class where they teach people to be mindful? Really? So. We've lost all our humanity. We're no longer uh, humans. We're animals. We don't consider nobody else's needs but our own. Well, uh, I'm sure that mindfulness will come back to think about others instead of just ourselves. That means being mindful. Uh, An example of being mindful is... uh, Let's see. Suppose you went into the refrigerator and got some juice to drink, and there was enough for two cups, and you you wanted a cup, so you poured just enough for yourself, being mindful that somebody else might want that last cup. That's being mindful, you know? Anyway, that's just one example of being mindful. There are many. So I love you. Ain't nothing you could do about it. I'll talk to you uh, tomorrow, and I want you to continue to keep you and your family and your loved ones safe from all of these things that's floating around in the air that we're trying to protect ourselves from. These viruses and covids and uh, Legionnaires' disease, and uh, uh, they also have something now with the children have bacteria in their stomach that somehow or another we pick up as adults and get sick from. If it's not one thing, it's something else, isn't it? Good thing we got God. I'll talk to you tomorrow.